Matthew chapter 17. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. I've never heard the story at the start of this chapter. Oh. Jesus takes Peter, James, John to a high mountain. It's a big story and was transfigured before them. Mm-hmm. Um, his face shone like a sun, garments white as light. Moses and Elijah appear. Yeah. Okay. Because, if I can just take a guess, because Moses is the start of their religion and Elijah's the ushering in of the Messiah. Kai, you're pretty good, man. Moses represents the law. The law. The law. Okay, right. right. It, uh, I have to remember that. Because uh, he brought the law. For the law came through Moses, okay. right? But, uh, and Elijah represents the prophets. Okay. Okay, and Jesus was there to fulfill the law and the prophets. Oh. So they show up and they're having a conversation with him about his death. Hmm. Yeah, and, and it's just the fulfillment of everything in him. Hmm. So that's what happened. And in that conversation, they were glorified because he's dealing with heavenly beings and Jesus is transfigured in their glorious. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize Elijah represented the prophets. Mm-hmm. Elijah was a radical prophet. He was the last prophet? No, he's just oh. a prophet, but he represents like the most radical of prophets. Why? Uh, we'll get into it. But. Elijah, uh, remember John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah? Yes. Yeah. John the Baptist, what did he wear? Uh, Leather girdle. Oh, yeah. Leather girdle. Robes <laughs> was the Pharisees. <laughs> Soft robes. I was thinking tunic. It's so fun to I question said. my daughters. <laughs> Because they're great thinkers, but when you question them, they get scared of me. So then they say the first thing that comes to their mouth. <laughs> Robes. <laughs> to the mouth. No. Elijah wore the same clothes John did and ate the same things. The grasshoppers. Yeah. And, and he wore a camel hair and he wore a leather girdle. And he, camel hair. Yeah, sorry. yeah. So he was the fulfillment of the law and the prophets, both Moses and him showing wow. up. Yeah. Okay. And one question, what happens... Yeah. At the end of that, this event, what do what does it say? Uh, we'll get there, but okay. tell no vi- tell the vision to no man. No, not that one. This is my beloved son, whom I'll please. No, none of that. It's right after it, Peter says, "Can we build little houses for you?" Oh yeah, the tabernacles yeah. for the three of them. Yeah, and they were terrified. Those those apostles who went with him up to watch this, they were terrified. Oh. The, the Greek language is like they were dying of fear. And oh. Peter being Peter oh. and always wanting to do something, <laughs> it's like you. <laughs> Peter's like, can we build your tabernacles up? <laughs> that was like literally my next question. Why does he offer it to me? I know, because we want to house you. So that <laughs> That's how I interpret it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. One for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. <laughs> yeah. He never offered that to Jesus before. Right, because they've been transfigured, so he's seen the glory of wow. them. Yeah. And remember in all this, as we're going to get to it later, Peter denies him. I yeah. don't want to think about that right yeah, now. Yeah, because this is the story <laughs> of man. You know, yeah. it's... Okay, he was transfigured. Yeah. What... Uh, they interpret that to mean that he 
the, glo- the Shekinah glory of God exhibited, exuded from him. He, yeah, he was transfigured from being a, uh, the son of man in flesh to looking at his heavenly glory that was in him, God in him, shining forward, transfigured. Okay. Okay. Um, I also like that Peter says, should we be here? Yeah, he was like terrified. <laughs> <laughs> so can I excuse myself from this little, this little get together? <laughs> Peter's funny because he's the one also when he knew it was Jesus on the boat. Mm-hmm. He's, I'm not worthy, man. You know, he, he was humble. <sighs> Peter. Yeah. What are we going to do with him? What are we going to do with Peter? Um, my, another question was that obviously it's not Moses and Elijah coming in flesh. No. Right? Yeah. They're apparitions, spirit. Some people would say resurrected. They were resurrected. I don't, you know, but it, it couldn't I have been know. that because Jesus was resurrected first. So it was them coming back in their spirit. All right. But they all saw him. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you know why it's Peter, James, and John too that go up with him? They were like his inner circle, his, his three inner circle. A voice out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son and who I'm all pleased hear ye him. It occurs, it occurred to me how strange it is that God speaks here. Yeah. Like I up, up until now in me, I guess, deconstructing what I think of God, I've like, I wouldn't think that God speaks. It it seems to me like Jesus is what God spoke. Jesus is the one that speaks. God isn't like a, so he was a mute while Jesus was (laughs) speaking a language of the earth he's a fire and a spirit he and is. love but he's always going to re- retain all that he is and whatever he spoke there would have been consistent with everything that was in jesus you're such a linear thinker that you want to compartmentalize but and that's what but that's what trinitarians will do you know and it's a great comment like how is god speaking if he's god and what's going on bottom line his father is speaking Jesus is his, all of the Father's word made flesh, but the Father's word is eternal. So it's not going to fade and go because it's in his son. Yeah. He still has words and an ability to speak. I, okay, it just, it's less about, it is about the linear, like God shouldn't be able to speak, Jesus yeah. is the speaker, but also just like, it seems like God's just beyond speech. Like it's a weird thing that he actually speaks to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, we believe, More I humans. believe he spoke to prophets of old yeah. Of, yeah Moses up on the mountain God speaks yeah. it made me think about that like he spoke yeah yeah I know and He's like God. he doesn't have it's vocal like, cords yeah he doesn't have vocal cords the fact that we say he is even weird it me, is weird because like, it's just something we use yeah so calling thinking of him speaking is the equivalent to me of us saying he it's like very deductive reductive yeah and and it's understandable but there the message that i understand that sh- we should take from it and this is going to be radical but it's the power of words mm. words are super super important in scripture and the fact that he speaks tells me something really important about his makeup mm-hmm. you know but how he speaks i don't know it's funny because words are so important but they're also really unimportant like we die on the hill of words and definitely shouldn't yeah i think by the time you're done with your study you'll start to see how vital words are 
if from a biblical text and that you got to be really i mean jesus says let your words be yes and no because anything else you say comes of evil i mean when you start to uh, pontificate and speak and be like it's like you know just be yes or no that's what he says mm. now it's not literal but in the spirit of it be careful with what you say mm. yeah words create things like i say to you you look beautiful today i create in you some hope if mm. i say you look terrible today i create in you dark so words are very powerful in the realm of dark and light mm. yeah but there are people in the faith who will you who take that to an extreme and think they can speak yeah. wealth into existence yeah because words are also really limiting oh yeah like not can't get us what we need no. always and don't are the sword with which we kill each other and all right. that stuff. So, right. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Fight against. Um okay, so uh I wanted to oh wait. So when they say the scribes that Elijah must first come, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, so Elijah is a uh, is a figure is a figure yeah. not the, the person no. elijah in luke chapter one i think jesus says if you'll have it this elijah was john the baptist he absolutely assigns that role of elijah coming uh, okay. to john the baptist okay okay yeah. okay all right so and then his answer this whole yeah this whole thing he's i mean he deliberately says it's john the baptist but mm -hmm. he says elijah will come and restore all things elijah has come already and they knew him not mm -hmm. and then it says even the son of man will suffer the same way mm -hmm. what i guess i'm trying to like those things to me indicate like made me think it would be jesus when i was reading it no how did john restore all things he brought the hearts of the fathers back to the children this was a prophecy in the last book of the old testament mm -hmm. that elijah would come before the great and dreadful day right okay yeah. this is so where john comes and he prepares the hearts of the people but okay. they didn't completely receive him he was put to death later right but he came and he did what Malachi prophesied he would do. So all that's being said there is he came and he did it. And the son of man has now come and he is going to be rejected too. Huh. It's all predicated on this great and dreadful day that's coming. Huh. That's a Mormon song. What? Elijah Yeah, oh boy, you don't want to know their interpretation of it. <laughs> they I, say, turn. I'm they say that Elijah coming prepared the way for the spirit to move us to do temple work <laughs> for our dead. Yeah. He prepared the hearts of the children to the fathers. So I look back to my ancient fathers and I want them to be safe. So I'll go to the temple to do the temple work for them. That's how convoluted it can become. My gosh, yeah. It's so jacked up. But I'm wait, I want you to read the one thing that happened after Peter, James, and John. Peter says, hey, can I build tabernacles for you? What's the thing it says? And Jesus was... Behold a voice in the cloud. Yeah. This, and, then, and Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise, be not afraid. Oh, it's another version then. In Luke or Mark or John, it says, And Jesus was alone. What that meant was... He fulfilled the law and the prophets at that point. They had come and talked to, yeah. 
And lifting up their eyes, they saw no one save, save Jesus, Jesus only. only. That's, a, that's a thing to say. That's it now. Jesus only. Forget about the law and the prophets. Forget about all that stuff. He had his Mount of Transfiguration with those. It was fulfilled in him. And they looked up and saw Jesus only. That's really an important passage. Wow. Let the Spirit guide you. Oh, I read it as... They, they didn't see Elijah and, and uh, Moses anymore? No, I wasn't thinking about Elijah and Moses. I was thinking about God, that oh. they heard the voice of God and they looked up and there wasn't anyone oh. that said it. Perhaps it that Jesus. could be that, but I think it was, this is the end of it. And they, because what it says before that is, um, when the disciples heard up the, they saw no one. So it could yeah, be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I wasn't applying Moses and Elijah. Because if Moses and Elijah were there and it was referencing God talking, it would say they lifted up their eyes and said, saw no one save Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. Yeah, but right. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, wow. Yeah. It takes time to yeah. start to learn what's being said. And it takes discernment and, t and patience. Huh. Yeah. This is what Daddy was doing in Carl's Jr. when you were a baby. <laughs> Reading my Bible, Don't ordering work. chicken sandwiches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the disciples had trouble casting out a, a demon causing epilepsy. Um, when they ask why they failed to do so, it basically implies they don't have enough faith. I can't help, I couldn't help but feel like that was really specific to the disciples right then. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The mustard seed thing is applied to us so much oh, today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like right then that, like, we aren't casting out epileptics. Like, no. they were right there. Devil funny, the not epileptics. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we don't cast out epileptics. Epilepsy. <laughs> the the church of the lady. <laughs> cast that shaking person out of our room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, uh, it's also, I just have to say, it's classic that they didn't have enough faith after they literally just heard God talk. I know. Yeah. And it, it, this ebb and flow of, I'll show you, I'll teach you, you've seen, and then you heard this pathetic little <laughs> operator. Jesus is constantly like... <laughs> He said, I think he kind of goes off here. Yeah, he He's goes off like, on him. What is wrong with you? Yeah. And you know what? Listen to this. Isn't it funny how people portray <laughs> Jesus today? Like if you say, guy, you're just such a negative person. Oh, I thought you were a Christian. Why don't you follow Jesus? Jesus called Peter Satan just a few <laughs> verses earlier. And he gets frustrated with him. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, I there's these... There's these italic verses. Means they're insertions by the translators to oh. the text. Yeah, they've taken the liberty of trying to make it more like if you looked at the uh, linear translation, yeah. you would see you wouldn't see those because he refuses to put those yeah. things to help make it make sense. There were some versions that just had brackets yeah. with nothing in them. Yep. Yeah. But this kind goeth out not not. It was a really strange verse that they added in. Yeah. It, what did they add it? But this kind, talking about the demon that yeah. was cast out, but this kind goeth not out, saved by, by prayer. Fasting, and fasting. Yeah. yeah. 
So what was added there? What line was added? That. That whole that line? this kind go without, yeah. Yeah, I've always been troubled by the line, but I, I don't know that, that's the thing about the scripture today is that it isn't word perfect and they had elements added to it. So you got to study to find out. That's like a really random thing that was thrown in there. That's not, it's not like clarifying a word in a verse before. It's like a whole parenthetical that's added in. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's a few of those. And <laughs> some of them are bigger than that. That's a really specific weird one. Wait till we get to John. I mean, uh, uh, first John. <laughs> At least they called it out. Yeah. But yeah, they'll call it out. They'll say this is, yeah. Good, because odd. this word does not save us. This is the written word. God, hit the, his word saves us, not this. Mm. Yeah. Um, he also tells them here, I'm going to be killed and raised. And they were really sad. Yeah. They were exceedingly sorry. Yeah. It says. Um, I just want to say I didn't know he told them beforehand. Mm -hmm. Several times. And they'll forget. I think that was the first time. Mm. Oh, well, I mean, Matthew. throughout the narrative. I don't know mm -hmm. if he said it before or not, but that's the first time he's brought it forward. Cool. Well, I think it says he's going to be raised up earlier, mm -hmm. but not that he's going to be killed, yeah. I guess. The thing that doesn't make sense to me is he's telling them like this is the first version we've seen of it in matthew uh, and they're sad right yeah and then we read later that they didn't even remember he was gonna die so i don't know what was going on there i don't know what they yeah. were thinking you know it, it's so hard to tell because he tells them and they're sad yeah. and he tells them again and they say thou aren't going to die yeah. and then after he dies they they're walking and they remember he said he was going to yeah. die it's weird it's the same with like him saying he's the, he's the christ yeah. he's god it seems like he says it a lot and they're like what yeah. and you're like he's how yeah. many times does he have to say it right yeah and i take that as really insightful into the way our minds work we just think the way we were trained and they were cut their teeth on Judaism. Mm -hmm. So they had a certain idea of who this Messiah would be. Later on, they'll come to him and say, who's going to be the greatest in your kingdom? Who will get to sit on your right and your left hand? Thinking he's going to actually be, still be a king, mm -hmm. you know, and on earth. So it's really tough for him to break through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I also thought they would be happy. Not, obviously they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't hate me for saying that. But happy that he's raised up. Yeah. That's what he says. He right. says, I'm going to be raised up. That's like, right. what? I would right. be like, oh my God. Right, you would, right? <laughs> but after he dies, Peter says, I'm going fishing. I'm going back to my nets. That's what he says. And while they're fishing, Jesus shows up. And he, and he talks to them. And then he really calls Peter out on, on that day. So they thought his death was the kingdom's done because their thinking was he's going to be a real king on a throne for Israel. Mm. And so they, they interpreted his death as we've been beaten. So them having this authority to go out after he died. After it came time. upon them mightily when the Holy Spirit fell. Okay. And that's when they became empowered. And that's after he dies and resurrects and ascends. So it, it wasn't, like they had 
to respond to the Holy Spirit yeah. to do that. That oh, yeah. was them responding to the Spirit, yeah. telling them to do yeah. it. In Peter's life, he'll even say to him, when you're converted, you know, and he's an apostle and he's wow. following him, but he'll say, when you're converted, yeah. Oh, wow. Because converted. You, yeah. You can't really, be, that's the whole thing. He's able to deny him the signs because he's still a man of flesh and he doesn't know what's real and what isn't. He's, mm -hmm. and, but when you're converted by the spirit, that's why everything's spiritual, mm -hmm. you will know mm -hmm. by that knowledge that's spiritual, not of your flesh. Mm -hmm. So that's what's going on. Huh. Uh, that's wild. Yeah. That w and was the spirit like directly tangible to them then? Like it was in them. Yeah. Uh, not, you know, not tangible, but like, did it like speak to them audibly? Not audibly, but it moved them. It was by the spirit. They, they spoke by the spirit. And we see a transition too, because Old Testament, the spirit was there. Uh -huh. Okay. But after Jesus, yeah. it's called the spirit of Christ. Uh -huh. So I think it's different than just the spirit of the Old Testament. Uh -huh. I think it now incorporates Christ's spirit uh -huh. that he garnered and fortified and produced in his life mm -hmm. that now is given to them the holy spirit and the and the spirit of christ are synonymous mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. okay um okay i just have to read something and need just explanation okay so like five verses four verses and when they were come to Capernaum, they that received the half shekel came to Peter and said, Doth not your teacher pay the half shekel? He said, Yeah, <laughs> yay. <laughs> and when he came, <laughs> yeah, yeah, See, yeah. Okay, <laughs> when he came into the house, Jesus spoke first to him, saying, What thinkest thou, Simon? Do you want me to finish this or do you know? I know it. Okay. I know what happens. Explain. Okay. <laughs> it's one of the mystical <laughs> tales of the New Testament. I think it's entirely uh, plausible. I, I don't hang my hat on it, but I believe it true. And the temple, they, they tax the people. You had to pay a tax for the temple. Okay, temple. this is what I'm not This isn't Romans. These aren't Romans. These are temple uh, people for the Jewish nation saying, do you pay the temple tax? Temple tax. Yeah, okay. temple tax. The <laughs> shekel, half shekel. And Jesus, and so he tells Peter, <laughs> do what? Go fish. <laughs> right? Is that what we're talking about? Go thou to the sea, cast a hook. Yeah. yeah. Take so up he fish. tells Peter, <laughs> go out and cast a hook and oh. you're going to catch a fish and you're going to get the gold that's in a fish's mouth. And you take that and pay the temple tax for you and me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But remember, Jesus was there to show everybody he fulfilled the material Messiah role. So he was showing Peter, if you have needs, don't you don't worry about it. Whatever it is you need, it will be there. It'll be fortified. Mm -hmm. Now, do we take that literally today? No, we do not. <laughs> I mean, do we go out fishing for gold? No. But there's some principles in that that are being taught. Take them as you want. Some people would say, I just don't believe that. And I would say, well, you have that right. But that's a story that is included in the scripture. I don't see it being any more far-fetched than him raising the dead. Yeah. But still, a fish. Go out and <laughs> yeah. find the shekel in his mouth. Yeah. Really funny. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Well, that's it for 17. All right. Uh, next time. Okay.